going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I'm here with the former WWE head writer, former WWE superstar, you can call him. Sure, absolutely. He was Vic Venom, ladies and gentlemen. Very nice. WWE live. <laughs> Very nice, Chris. Vince Russo, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm always good when my boys win. Yeah, another big win, man. Another big are, win. They, are they? They're ranked three now. They're third, but tomorrow uh, comes the real deal. The college football uh, playoff rankings uh, are as of tomorrow, and uh, there's some people that are saying that maybe number one because we beat two top ten teams at the time. We have the best resume. We beat. Uh, Penn State, when they were in the top 10, we beat Notre Dame when they were in the top 10. So people were saying we may be number one. Uh, we'll be in the, we'll be between one and three, I imagine. So Georgia and Michigan still are up there, but they're, especially Michigan's resume isn't strong enough now. So we might jump Michigan and take that two spot. That would be my prediction. I think, I think the college football playoff rankings will still have Georgia at number one. I think they will be number two. And probably Michigan or uh, Washington, I would say, would be probably number one. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very so. interesting. So it'll be very, very interesting to see as of tomorrow evening. So, all right. So, Vince, you ready for this Raw? Of course, uh, I skipped some of the backstage stuff. I saw the backstage stuff. If you want to chime in with the backstage segments, be sure to say something about it, but I'm not. Well, Chris, listen, when you, bro, again, I'm sorry, man. I come from an era where there were mega, 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 mega superstars. Yes. Bro, when you got Rhea Ripley, R.D. McDonough, and Dominic Mysterio, opening your show yes indeed that that's awful bro like that is that is god awful mm. where where they were and where they are when you have these three people come out at the top of the show prime time that that says it all bro yeah. i mean that 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 literally says it all Head to head with uh my night football and World Series game three, tied yeah, one one. Series. That says yeah. it all, bro. That that's what this company is right now. Nice. That that says it all. You know, bro, it's funny. I was watching this uh TV um analyst today, yeah, and he was talking about bro, and I didn't realize that they were in such bad um um uh, uh situation, but he said, bro, the whole late night talk show game is dead yeah i've heard and he I've threw heard numbers out there yeah. nobody's watching late night anymore and he said bro what happened was they started catering their shows to youtube clips mm. this is going to be a segment this is going to be a bit we could put this on youtube this and that totally totally forgetting about the television audience yeah. and now nobody's watching yeah, the television audience is gone and the networks don't know what to do now because the television viewer is gone and they created the problem. It sounds very, very, very similar to what happened to professional wrestling, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because if you think about it, you know, we just talked about college football. College football is still alive and well and thriving on both outlets both television and social media like uh the espn college football uh channel has i think over about three hundred thousand, i think close to a half million uh um followers now on the youtube page and it's still rocking in tens of millions of um of viewers weekly so it's still alive and well so i wonder why like the WWE, as far as as far as the sports entertainment or sports and entertainment venue, is is dwindling while someone like something like a college football is still thriving and alive and well. I, I I don't I don't know, bro. Maybe maybe it has to do with you're watching the same exact show on wrestling every single week, and college football game is different every single week. 
Uh, yeah, to do with it. I mean, come that, on. That's fair to say, that's bro. We 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 got you. We, we're talking about the opening of the show. You got you got the you got the last segment. You got Sami Zayn in the main event now, two yeah. weeks in a row. And last week he didn't draw. Why yeah. would you put him back that's in? Great there? point. That that's means great. you don't care, bro. Yeah. When you've got the numbers telling you that last week's main event did not draw with Sami Zayn, what makes you think this week's is? I, I think that's a great point. Yeah. I think it's one of the things like say for instance, so so the ESPN college football has jumped up to six hundred and twenty-seven thousand subs now in, in the uh, YouTube page. So good for them. I think for <clears throat> wrestling, it was it, it's that it's that old adage of and we'll get to super chats in a minute. Uh it's that old adage of getting behind someone or something. I mean, like that's a tried and true method of uh, uh, sports entertainment, uh, hero versus villain, just getting behind somebody. And so with old school wrestling, you had a character, you had storylines to get behind that made you want to come to the next week. Clip or not, you know what I mean? The cliffhanger was what brought you back to the next week to see the full thing. With college football, yes, there's still clips, but that's still someone getting behind their team. So you're still rooting for somebody. There's not strong enough characters to really root for nowadays. It's just so 50-50. No one looks, you know, like heroic, so to speak. So, Although there was one segment I really, really liked, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, before that, um, we got a couple Super Chats. Cliffside. $5. Cliffside liked the Trick or Street match. Brought levity to a show that usually takes us. The best part of the show. Cliffside. The best shot part of the show, with, without a shadow of a doubt. That was the only part of the show that even came close to entertaining me. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I did uh, like one segment, and we'll get to it. We also got Joseph Gonzalez. Ripley is the most physically imposing member of Judgment Day. That's their problem in the nutshell. Hmm. It's, uh, I think Damian Priest is pretty physically imposing. So I think uh, don't don't underestimate the power of the priest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next, we have Creed Brothers defeating Alpha Academy. So this was uh, put together through a uh, X exchange of the Alpha Academy issuing an open challenge. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we get the Creed brothers who defeat the Alpha Academy on their opening match. Vince? Bro, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm watching these two guys. And then I'm thinking about dozens and dozens of other teams that I've seen debut in wrestling. And I'm looking at these guys, and then I'm thinking of, like, the Steiners, and I'm thinking of the Legion of Doom. I'm thinking of the freaking Nasty Boys. Sure. I'm thinking of Harlem Heat. I'm thinking uh, Demolition. I'm thinking these are two regular jabrones, bro. I could care less, bro. I don't watch NXT. I'm never going to watch NXT. And I certainly did not give a crap about these two jabrones. They, um, I think Michael Cole compared them to the Steiners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. They had Steiner brothers written all over them. Give me a freaking break, bro. Just like throughout the entire Seth Rollins match, uh, Harry Barnett there is selling Seth's back. Yeah. Seth Rollins did not sell his back one time, no. not one time during that entire match. And Barrett sold it about six times. Never once did Seth Rollins sell his back. Yeah, I think they need to uh go ahead and ixnay the back selling gimmick it's a joke it's a freaking joke and this guy's called the great worker and they're saying what a back injury he has and he doesn't sell it one time and that's a great worker that's a that's a a fair point to to mention there vince uh we got uh miz tv but before before that before okay we'll get we'll get to another super chat before that let's talk about miz tv we get gunther doesn't come out so the miz introduces gunther and then Imperium comes out, and then it start like we're starting to see a babyface Miz. Eh? Eh? I'm like, no, like it. It didn't really work the other times. He was he's a he is a tried and true heel. I think people I mean, people were cheering him because he's got that worker bee type of mentality when he cuts those promos that people get behind. 
but he's such a good heel, man. They're just going to flip over babyface just from to lose as many times he does as a heel. So why would they make him a babyface? Bro, the, it, uh, unless they do, I've said this for the last year at least, until, until they do something drastic with this character, this character has run its course, bro. Yeah. It has been the same thing. Oh, the last time he there was anything different, bro, was when remember he did that little thing with Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt was in his kid's room or something. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing, bro. That was three years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same repetition over and over. So whether he's a baby face or a heel, yeah, who cares? It's the same. It's the same thing. I, I, I say at least he's drawing heat and putting people over. You know, at least passing the the uh, putting people over as far as getting the heat for people to take the heat when he's a when he's a heel. But if he's, he's losing matches against as a baby face, what is that doing? I mean, I just, I just. When I saw this, when I saw this segment, I'm like, please don't do Miz versus Gunther at Crown Jewel. Please don't do Miz versus Gunther at Crown. That would be the most lopsided, unexciting match of the whole card. And then they did the the four-way. number one contender four way that's going to happen next week. So it was actually going to happen after Crown Jewel. So that didn't make sense to me. All right, we got a couple super chats. Cliff Side. Five dollars. Can you break down the concept of the invisible camera? When did it start? And it is is it time to find a new way to do backstage segments? All right, Vince, that's a good question. Oh yeah, no, what? Well, yeah, bro, they, they they don't need to do them a new way. They just need to be more creative, bro. You know the the bro. The simple answer is something happens in the back. And, you know, Pierce says, you know what? Enough of this. I can't be in a thousand places at once. So we're going to have cameras everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's that's the easy way to do it. And then you don't have the stand up with the mic and the talent walking into the shot. That's what it is, bro. You're seeing the same thing over and over and over when there are a billion different creative ways to do it, Cliffside. Fair point there. Carl Haggard. Five dollars super chat, bro. You guys think John Cena will win or lose to Solo Sokoa at Crown Jewel to put Solo Sokoa over? And guys, opinion, happy Halloween tomorrow. What do you think? Cena versus uh, Solo Sokoa. What do you think? I don't watch SmackDown. I mean, I, I would think you'd want to put your younger talent over. So I saw like barely, I haven't watched a full episode of SmackDown in a while, but I do watch the, I do see the highlights on social media. Uh, I did see something about Solo. I think he spiked John Cena. I, I wasn't sure. I didn't see. I just saw like a picture of the segment. Um, I think. Um, I think you. I, I. It would make sense to put Solo over there, but at the same time, it's a it's a spectacle event. The Crown Jewel is more of a spectacle event. It's become a, less of a spectacle event than a, when it started, uh, but. I mean, what does this lead to, though? I mean, John Cena just coming in and losing, and I mean, he did win the tag match, so I think that's probably why you put Solo over, because it was him and who won? It was him and uh, LA Knight against uh, Solo and and Jimmy, and they won at the uh, previous uh, PLE. So I think, yeah, I think you put Solo. Over. I mean, it would be the right thing to do. I mean, that that would yeah. be the right thing to do to put the younger talent over. But like I said, bro, my my problem is I don't buy so Solo Sequoia beating John Cena. Honestly, man, I don't really buy. I like Solo as far as his look, um, but I, I think they've done a lousy job building yeah, him up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he yeah. doesn't seem uh, he doesn't seem like the he doesn't seem like the caliber to even beat John Cena. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm yeah. not, I don't buy it. Yeah, awesome sauce twenty dollars super chat, bro. Max superstar Hogan in '84 hooked me in such a far cry today. Wrestlers don't look like wrestlers. Rotten promo shows her too long. See Andre and Bundy fans. Jaws would drop seeing them. It's called presence, and nobody has that now. That's a great point, bro. Bars, man. Yeah, very, very, very true. Presence. 
if you can name anybody who has a presence, like say for instance, if, if a casual fan was scrolling through the channels and they saw Raw and this person was on Raw, name me a few people, these people were on the TV, they would stay there for at least a few more seconds than if someone like in a Kyoto's hour or something was on there. Who has presence? In other words, if you have, I always say you take the remote. We're flicking through the remote. What would make us stop for at least a second? Mm -hmm. Okay, I would say probably because of appearance, mm -hmm. Rhea Ripley. Correct. Yeah, that's my first yeah, choice, too. That's it. Hmm. Nobody that's else. It. Not not for me. I'm not. I just, wow. Seth, Seth Rollins wouldn't make me stop and watch. Cody Rhodes would not make me stop and watch. The Judgment Day would not make me stop and watch. Hmm. I mean, who 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 else is there? Wow. What about Bronson Reed? Do you think he'll you would he make you stop for a couple seconds? Nope. Just his presence. He has it a physically imposing presence. Hmm. What do y'all think, SK Nation? Let's that's a, that's a good time. Let's be honest. Uh, let's be you're flipping through yeah. the channels. You come across USA Network. Who's who's going to make you stop on the dial? Yeah, someone, someone on someone on the Raw roster. That's a that's a good starter. That's a good uh, prompt question there. Awesome sauce. People are saying Drew. Uh, a few people are saying Drew actually. Yeah, Drew. Uh, Drew and Gunther is what I see. Yeah, I mean, uh, a few people are saying Drew. I mean, I, 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 I could see Drew. Mm -hmm. I think Gunther is a little bit of a stretch. You think so? Yeah. What are you talking? They're, they're going to stop just because the guys are big. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like seriously, man, they've seen big guys before, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people saying Drew. That's uh that's interesting. So we got to, we got to focus. The, the, fo the focus group is back. Ladies Your and focus gentlemen. group is back, bro. Yeah, yes, indeed. Very nice. The focus group is back. Thank you. Focus group. Uh, all right. We got clip side. Man, my God. Clipside. You have a memory of Vince McMahon adding onto one of you and adds good ideas and making it into a great idea. Good. Good question. Man, I, I, he, he did it a lot, Cliffside. And I always say that was the genius of Vince. He cannot write a show. You cannot give Vince a piece of blank white paper. But when you write him an entire show, uh, he, can, he finds those little nuances. I can't remember a for instance, because it happened a lot. I, I mean, it happened a lot. That's where I give Vince all the credit in the world. But to, to write a show from, from Jump, no way in the world. Uh, what was his contribution to the higher power angle? Bro, he never, Vince, Vince really never, uh, it's weird, bro, because I, I worked for, you know, a lot of bosses that were on air talents. Mm -hmm. Vince never pitched anything for himself. When when it came to Vince, bro, he he waited for me or me and Ed to talk about the Vince character. Meanwhile, when I was in there with Double J at TNA, that's all Jeff wanted to talk about. That's all Dixie wanted to talk about. Vince would never, ever suggest anything for his character. Even though I will tell you, I do remember this specifically. He did come up with the peeing of the pants. Okay. With the okay. with the with the with the gun, he, yeah, Vin, the that was Vince's off. idea. Yeah, that oh. that was that was Vince's idea. But Vince never talked about his character. Was never looking to put his character over. When when you produced them, he did what you told him to do. He was he was he was so great to work with. Bro. So he was on board with him being revealed as the higher power. And was that was that supposed to be the 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 plan from the beginning or was it no bro i wanted i wanted that to be chris daniels i heard it i heard and then vince chris saw daniels. chris daniels and he said to me what are you nuts so, so then, we, then we needed a plan b and that was the best plan b oh uh, interesting was i've heard christopher daniels that was like a big thing as far as just like a few years ago it being very buzzworthy topic as far as being christopher daniels what what chris daniels 
very, very nice guy, by the way. Um, really cool dude. What is what was yeah, it about because Christopher? You, because you didn't have to work with him. Uh, well, so you you interviewed him, bro, and that's great. He was a cool dude when you. No, 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 not just interviewed him. I've talked okay. to him a bunch of times. Well, you never worked with him. Well, I never worked with him. He was a pain him. in the ass to <laughs> I, work with. I never worked with him, but I, he was I have a, a pain in the backside to work with. Bro. That's a whole different thing than and and and, and 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 in a way, he's lucky that he didn't get that spot because in two weeks, Vince would have got rid of him anyway. Really. Yeah. Why? So if he's a pain in the butt to work with, why'd you choose him to be a part of the? Because I didn't know that. That was the oh, first. You didn't know time, that was the first time I ever was w- would have been working with him. That oh, was the first time. Okay. What did you see in Daniels then? He was he was red hot on the independent scene, and he yeah, had he the fallen angel gimmick. Yeah. There were a lot of things there, so mm. I'm like, shoot, everybody's talking about this guy, but um, you know, Vince saw his size and was like, no way. What What made him such a pain to work with? Oh my God, bro! Just like he, 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 he just could never do what you told him to do. Mm. It always had to be his two cents. He always had to uh, over <laughs> e- uh, evaluate things and overthink things, bro. You, you, you're gonna find a you can find a flaw with anything if you overthink. Sure. I oh, mean, yeah. my God, bro! The, the entire Beatle category. If 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 John Lennon would have had a problem with uh a line in let it be there would have never been a let it be sure. you you can find a fault in freaking everything if you want to mm-hmm. and he was just that kind of guy where it was it was just always something bro like he just always thought he knew more than you and mm-hmm. that that gets taxing after a while bro you do your job let me do my freaking job man yeah Overcritical of things. Just yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Well, that's sad to hear because I've uh, I've talked to Christopher Daniels. He's I mean, bro. Times. I'm not, and he's not a bad guy. I'm I'm sure. talking about working with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what that's I'm different. talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the difference than being a just a, a yeah. nice guy. Period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't I, a bad I, guy I, at all, but he mm-hmm. was you know some pain to work with. Bro, you got to understand, man. When you're doing a live show, it's go 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 go. You don't have time to sit there and over over evaluate things for two hours. Yeah, you just don't have that leisure, bro. You've critiqued Christian of being the same way. He was the same way when he came to TNA. Not when I started working with him at WWE, but at TNA, you you don't have the time for that, bro. It's go time. Mm um let's see here we got uh diy defeating finchy and uh, kaiser right after the segment of miss tv <laughs> and, look at look at just uh, yeah. look at the people on this yeah. show bro world yeah. series game three and then tomorrow we're coming in at 1.5 and oh man oh well the game was on okay yeah yeah Enough excuses for sure. There is enough excuse, Chris. Every night, right after this, I'm gonna go lay in my bed with this, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna see what's on, and I'm gonna stop and rest at what's good. Sure. It's that simple, people. That's why I'm tired of this was on, that was on, and yeah, bro, they watched this and that because it was better. Mm-hmm. That's why they watched it. You're not gonna watch a football game, bro, if the score is 42 nothing. Yeah. Okay, you're not gonna watch that game. Sure. You're gonna, but but if it's 21-21, I'm watching that game. You're going to watch what's better. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I just what what did I see? I mean, with with what you just said, Vince, what is it about DIY other than an NXT presence that you think WWE is trying to translate to the main roster? Wait, say that again, Chris. What what do you mean exactly? So so of course they're they have them on the main roster because they want them to be over or they think that they're over, right? So they were big as a tag team in the NXT. Do you think that the WWE is expecting that type of popularity in the main roster? What do you think their motive is of main Chris, roster translating there? Chris, do you know why they cater to an audience they already have? The number one reason. What's that? It's easy. It's easy. Yeah, but yeah. You've already got these people. No matter what you put on the show, these people are going to watch. Yeah. It is easy, bro. 
It is difficult to bring new viewers into the mix. And you really have to know what you're doing and you really got to understand how to write television. They, they keep bringing back these acts that were over in NXT and they're going to be over to the same people in the WWE because it's easy, bro. It is easy. Yeah. But, but, why though like what what is what's the motive what's the point like is it okay let let me ask you this vince let me ask you this so clearly the clearly the ratings don't mean much of anything with wwe anymore is this a way for triple h just to put his boys on the main roster as an add a boy or an add a girl to all of your to your dedication on NXT, people are going to watch WWE. The niche are going to watch WWE regardless. So I might as well just throw you on there because you've done your job in NXT, and I'm proud of you. Is is that is that what Triple H is? I don't know what it is, but sooner or later he's going to have to answer to Ari. Sure. Lady's gonna yeah. have, and, and I can't imagine Ari spent $23 billion on this company and one and a half million people watching it are going to be okay with them. I can't, I, 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 I don't believe that's going to be the case. Think of it this way, Vince. We, we've had the, the Creed brothers, Zia Lee, Laura Valkyrie or whatever. We got Indy Hart. We got this, we got Becky winning, and going against NXT, people like Tegan Knox, who people doesn't really know about. There's no hype to it. Like, you're bringing all of these NXT people to the main roster without proper build, without being, without a proper presence. And so everybody is just looking the same, really. No one's really getting over, man. Like, I, I just don't understand the point of bringing all these NXT characters in. For nothing. You just had a draft. You could have brought NXT characters and could have like built them up and had vignettes and made them look important. You don't build up the NXT character people who came from the draft, but then you're just like random text, a random tweet, Creed Brothers, NXT, boom. Like you I know, just I don't understand. Chris, I'm gonna go back to the talk show thing. Okay, and let's go back to you know the attitude era. Let's go back to the WrestleMania one, two, three, one yeah. to three era. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bro, let's go back to Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson, bro, was the freaking king of late night. Yeah. The king, everybody, bro, 11.30 at night, every, everybody in the world mm-hmm. fell asleep to Carson. Yep. Everybody, bro. That's a fact. Then you had, after him, you had carrying that torch, Jay Leno and Letterman. Every Letterman, yeah. They, and they were never as over as Carson but they were still doing decent. Mm-hmm. Look who you got today, bro. Fallon, Seth Meyers, uh, Colbert. They're not over. Yeah, it, it, no. it's the same exact thing. They're yeah. not over and nobody's watching, bro. And then what happens when you talk about Carson? Oh, yeah, there he is, the old man yelling at the cloud again. Bro, look look, look at freaking history, bro. Yeah. Look at history. I agree. I agree. I, I was a Letterman guy. I watched David Letterman every single night, and I just stopped watching late night when he. Right. Had, Nobody. He what exactly? Yeah. Chris, I swear, I was around, bro. I saw Tiny Tim's wedding on Carson in '69. Nice. Every household, the 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 husband and the wife were in bed falling asleep to Carson yeah. every night. Now you anybody could be on TV. And, and any anybody could be on TV now, bro. Why do you think it's such a difficulty for the late night genre to be over as it was? Is it a different time? Is this simply a different time? Or is it the same audience? Is the social media influence to get away? I'm going to tell you this, Chris. Okay. A lot of it has to do, a lot of it has to do with two guests who come on the show. Sure. Chris, I think there have been three episodes so far of the new season of uh, SNL. Okay. I, I didn't, aside from Pete Davidson, because he was on the show, I do not know who one of the guest hosts have been. And I got to tell you this, Chris. 
This is what people have to understand. Like these pop icons that have a billion viewers and sell 80,000 albums, bro, these, these people are, are being, they're being created. Okay, there's there's a machine behind them to make it look like these people are so widely popular because, you know, those that be are using, you know, celebrity and pop culture to get things over with the young kids. That goes all the way back to the Beatles, bro. I swear to God, Chris. A couple of weeks ago, the musical guest was Bad Bunny. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, as over as he is, I'm I'm gonna watch him, mm-hmm. bro. He sucked. A, a million really? people, a million people could do what Bad Bunny did, and I was literally like, if this song came on in the radio, I would change the station. He sucked. There was nothing special about him, bro. He, he, if I say he was mediocre, I'm being kind, but that's what they do, bro. They create people like this. All of a sudden they got a billion people, people on. Oh, and now everybody's got to follow him and everybody's got to buy his record and everybody got to go to his concert. And you watch this guy and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? So he sucked as far as just being on this, on the skits. No, he's a musical. He had two, 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 two musical. Oh yeah, too strong. Awful, awful. Is that just that just a personal preference of? No, it's not a purpose. It's so freaking. He's huge, man. That's what I'm because he's created in a freaking laboratory. Same as Taylor (laughs) Swift, bro. Come on, but bro, I I could name 20 female artists right now that are better than Taylor Swift. Mm, Twenty. I'm I'm not. I'm not a Swifty, so I'm not a Taylor Swift fan myself, but. I mean, she's over for a reason, man. You know, she's her and Bad Bunny. I guess you know they're, they're pop culture because, icons. They're over because they were gotten over. How so, How bro? Do you know? Over? Okay, when Taylor Swift was 15 years old, Chris, she was working with five or six music legends in Memphis, Tennessee. How does that happen to a 15-year-old girl, Chris? That happens by design. We are going to make her the next pop culture icon. That doesn't happen to a 15-year-old. Come on, bro. Can she sing, though? Like Kelly Clarkson and like Pink and like a hundred other girls out there. So why weren't weren't they as over as Taylor Swift is? Because, bro, she's created in a laboratory, so she has a team behind her. You remember the Mickey Mouse Club back in the day? Yeah. They made, like, a lot of people. You know, Mickey Mouse Club made a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro, go go watch Bad Bunny. Anybody go out. I'm begging you. Go watch Bad Bunny at SNL and tell me this dude's talented. I haven't. Seriously. Tell me. He's as talented as the freaking Kardashians. He's over though, man. You think he was made in yeah, a laboratory? How was he made in a laboratory? Without a question, without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. Look, listen. I'm not a bad bunny fan, but without I mean, nothing's a working. Doubt, bro. Without a nothing's working. He was created. He he is a How laboratory he experiment. Bro, you get the right people behind you. All of a sudden, you've got bro. If somebody sees you've got fifty million followers, yeah, you're gonna look at that and say, "Oh my god, this guy must be something." I better go follow him. How did he get those many followers? He was given those followers. Those followers were created. They don't exist, bro. You you think they're fake followers? Absolutely, Chris. (laughs) Chris, watch the guy on SNL. Watch the guy on SNL. There's no doubt, bro. The (laughs) album sale numbers, no (laughs) doubt, bro. Vince Russo versus Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. They could tell you anything. They could tell. (laughs) If they want to get somebody over, bro, they could paint any picture they want to paint. What a promo. So here's the thing. The guy's guys awful. Here's the thing. Awful, bro. First of all, you just made national headlines. Variety, Rolling Stone's going to talk about this show. Good, They know. How Vince Russo said that Bad Bunny's followers were fake, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. Bro, it's listen, you as an African American male should know, clearly know, and understand how rap music was created to shine a bad light on Africa. That was all done by design, bro. All uh, done by design. This, uh, over the past 20 years or so. Not, More not than like, 20. Not originally. I'm not, not talking 80s, NWA really. and all yeah, that. I'm not talking yeah. about that. Not Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, I'm not talking about old school. I'm talking about after that, bro, when it all became about, you know, money and hoes and killing cops. Yeah. Bro, that was all a creation. Because they wanted to paint the picture of of white two white people of African Americans, and that's exactly what happened with rap music, bro. It's the same principle. Oh, okay. I literally just scratched my head on that one, man. That's uh, that's very interesting. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to see how uh, far this goes. Of uh, this could lead to a match between Vince Russo and Bad Bunny at. Uh, at WrestleMania, would you be Bro, down? Nobody, for nobody can look me straight in the face and watch Bad Bunny perform <laughs> and tell me this guy. Nobody, nobody could tell me that with a straight face. Nobody. Uh, That's would, what they do. They, 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 they want him to shape the culture and shape the society and shape the young minds to get a message across. Bro, look. What do you think? This whole Kelsey Taylor Swift thing is for real. I don't care enough to even have a thought. To on. Totally orchestrated, bro. You totally so? one thousand percent, bro. <laughs> what's the what's the end game with that, bro? I'm gonna. You want me to explain Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift with you? Absolutely. That's much more interesting than what we just. Saw. Yes, indeed, absolutely. One thing about Taylor Swift is she will not discuss politics at all. Reason okay. being, she doesn't want to split her audience. That makes sense. Okay. So, and again, being created in a laboratory, they don't they don't want her to split her audience. Mm. Okay? So, she when it came to getting the the vax, she said nothing. Mm. Okay. Now, Travis Kelsey comes along, and all of a sudden Travis Kelsey is doing get the vax commercials mm -hmm. all over the place. Who does she start dating? Who does she, he start dating? Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift is endorsing something without endorsing it. Hmm. By dating Travis Kelty, who's all over TV, telling you, get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. Taylor Swift, who will say nothing, is now endorsing him <laughs> because she, and you want to hear the proof of that, Chris? You want to know what the proof of the pudding is? I do. During NFL, the games, the Kansas City Chief games, they play Kelsey's commercial, and you know what they play right after that? A Swift. Song. Taylor Swift's Irritor, the movie. Uh, uh. Back to back. Uh. That's how they do it, Chris. Oh, my God. Look at all the Swifties out there. Oh, my God. Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, and, and he's telling us to get the shot, and she's dating him. And, oh, my God. That's how you, that's, that's how you control society, bro. So, so what you're saying, Vince, in the midst of all this, what you're saying is Vince McMahon wasn't truly the Howard power. It was Taylor Swift. Yes. Right? Yes, indeed. And also, <laughs> if, you, if you ever if, listen, listen to Raj, Raj, if Raju's listening, if you ever want to do a one off with me and Chris, I will clearly explain to you how in 2023, professional wrestling is now a cult. Mm. I, I will clearly explain mm, that to yeah. you 1000%. It is a cult. Mm. It's never, ever been this way before, and I'd be more than happy to talk about it on Sports Kita. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something I can side with, actually, from a psychological standpoint. So, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, we got Chris Torres, $10 Super Chat Group. Does Candice LeRae's work concussion at the end of her match tonight poorly executed? Is that the type of ending that you would – avoid booking as a writer when trying to put over a talent 
Another good question. A bunch of good questions. I mean, uh, Chris, well, I, like some people were doubting whether that was a work or not. Yes. What did you think? Uh, I, it seemed like it was a work. Uh, I think it was a little bit too dragged on for it to be a shoot. Uh, I think it would have been a little bit more urgent if she if she was dazed and had a concussion. What are you doing? Like, what? Why are you wait making it wait for so long? Now it could have been a it could have been a ringer like to to stop the match, but I think that she had she got her her, her kind of bearings back, and I saw the replay. Like I, I went, they it's interesting though because they didn't show a replay. They usually show the replay if it was like a a, a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of threw me off as far if it was a shoot or not i the point of the point of it all is i shouldn't be this confused if it was a work or a shoot though if you're trying to put xia lee over you've done a poor job because what's more over in that whole segment is was it a work or a shoot of candace LeRae getting hurt more than xia lee winning the match and then i'm i'm gonna ask the same question again chris where's gargano Right. My, my wife is out of right, it. Right. At right. My, she's concussed out of it. And oh, I'm going to wait till she right. comes to the back. Right. This is what That's I mean with them, bro. They don't have a clue how to do it. All you have to say to any married guy if that was your wife, would you have not run out to ringside? That, That's all you got to ask any normal person. Yeah. Yeah. And why couldn't you, I, I, you know, I'm thinking more like a cultural thing. Like, why couldn't you do, like, make, make this a thing? Why couldn't you do Gargano and, you know, Candice LeRae, you know, against, like, Zia Lee and, like, Shinsuke Nakamura or something? Like, just bring bring some, like, backstage, like, some some real raw, like, type of weekly episodic oh, drama. He's in, that, he's in DIA now. DIA. <laughs> what Denver, does DIA stand Denver for? Denver International Airport. Yeah, huh? Very nice. That's very what it's nice. like. <laughs> He's not a DIY. He said DIA, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. We got Cliffside, $5 Super Chat, bro. I think the best thing Raw does are their, their, their pre-tapes, but they spam them tonight. Do you make it a priority? Make sure every segment was different. I did, man. I did. There, there was something for everybody, bro. I really concentrated on that. Comedy, drama, sex, violence, uh yeah, thrills i i mean you romance we had something for everybody you get wrestling now bro that's it you like you you watch this show if you like wrestling because you, you ain't gonna get nothing else yeah no drama man we need you ain't drama. gonna get nothing else bro we need drama uh speaking of drama we got jay uso cutting a backstage interview uh talking about yeet when, when, when did wrestlers start hugging each other, bro? When, when, when did that? Like, really? When when did that happen, bro? Yeah. So here's here's what I'm confused about. Why is there still no mention from Jay of Jimmy? What like what's going on here, Vince? Do you think that like I can't? It goes back to was it a way to take the belt off of Jay because of the uh, uh and, show? and that was a great point. Yeah, and, I just because they have there was no reference of Jimmy yeah. Uso. Like it's been weeks now, and Jimmy has not appeared back on Raw. They have not made this an angle. Nothing. No, no mention of him. If my brother kicked me in the face or calls me the tag team titles, I would have said something about it. But not only does he not say something about it, he ignores it and say, maybe we should try for the tag team titles again. That my brother helped me look like nothing. He didn't mention anything. I just don't understand how that does not tie into anything at this point. Yeah, and we're all hugging each other. And we're all hugging each other. Yes, indeed. Uh, this is the one thing that I yeah. really liked about this. Was good. I love this. Was Drew McIntyre. I'm a fan of Drew. I like this. this <clears> it was, was really good, man. I like the the back back in the day. I mean, it was real. It was it was it was. He brought realism into it. You may he made people want to get behind him more because he talked about just coming in, being fired, you know, having to rebrand himself. And then he talked about the the COVID era, basically shattering his, you know, world championship dreams after being cheered by people at the Royal Rumble and then the bloodline. See, then he brought the bloodline in it, which made it make even more sense of why he 
doesn't forgive Jay because he had a chance to recreate history in front of people again at Clash of the Castle, but Solo Sokoa call, uh, uh, ruined that. Now, what would be interesting is if somehow this leads into a Drew McIntyre Solo Sokoa one-on-one thing. That would be pretty cool. But I do think that it was a really, really good job of making us making this make sense as far as Drew McIntyre's yeah. eyes of why he wants that title. I think they I did a phenomenal job with that. I enjoyed yeah. this, yes. Uh, Seth Rollins uh, defeating J.D. McDonough. 50-50 match, Vince. He's about to vie. He's about to defend his World uh, Heavyweight Championship against Drew McIntyre, but he has a 50-50 match against J.D. McDonough, Vince. And never sold his back one time. Didn't sell his back not one time. This, bro, uh, this yeah. is their idea of how they think they're getting these guys over. This yeah. is their idea, bro. If McDonough can hang with Seth, in their mind, he's getting over. This this is what they do, bro. Uh, they did it last. Who, who did Zane and McIntyre yeah. last week? Oh, if, if Sammy gives him a hell of a match, Sammy's going to be over. Really, bro? Yeah, but... Uh. Why would they do this and make uh, Drew McIntyre say this is my chance to get it back for him to lose the match, though? Like, I wish they would have sh- uh, it, uh, sh- uh, shaked it up, shook it up. I wish they would have done that and had Priest cash it in on Seth, man. That would have been really cool, like cashing on Seth today, and then it will be Priest versus Drew for the title. And then with this video package, it makes people get behind Drew even more because it doesn't split the chance with Seth there. And so it makes Drew Drew McIntyre's win even more important because he's going against a full-fledged heel. That's why I think they should have done that. And then you could have easily done Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes in a number one contenders match against Crown Jewel. I I think stuff like that causes more intrigue throughout the week because this card is a bit lousy. But if you would have sh- shaken it up and shook it up, it would have caused more intrigue throughout the world. Bro, I think the best thing they could do, and 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 again, they, they don't, guys, they'll never do anything I say because they can't write their way out of a freaking paper bag. Okay. The best thing they could do is uh, McIntyre is in deep, deep trouble at, at, at the uh, Royal Ring, whatever the hell they call it. He's in deep, deep trouble and he takes the favor from judgment day hmm. okay bro he's like i'm I, I i i'm either gonna screw him or i'm gonna lose he takes the favor from judgment day is is now a part of judgment day okay get rid of all the dead wood in judgment day and the interesting thing is though bro now they could play with the fact that he has the belt and priest has the case Okay, now 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 you can play with that dynamic. They ain't gonna do none of that, bro. No, they're not gonna do that. I think, uh, man, I, I I don't I don't really like Drew McIntyre as a heel, man. He he hasn't done he doesn't historically he's just not that exciting as a heel. Like the times he's been a heel, I just I, I think he has more excitement as a babyface. They just need to put a good story behind him, man. Yeah, yeah. Next, we have uh, uh, Becky Lynch cutting a backstage interview, elected, uh, interrupted by Zia Lee. So here's your here's a new angle. Here's a new feud: Zia Lee and Becky Lynch. Bro, Gentlemen. you know when you talk about like catering to the, you know, Triple H catering to the marks that they already yes. have. Yes, bro. You know how you you know what's a telltale sign of that. What's that? There are every week, bro, more and more and more foreign wrestlers on the show. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. And this is the audience in general. How many how many wrestlers are we going to have on the card that either can't speak English and we can't understand or speak with such a heavy accent that we can't? How many, bro? Like, like seriously, like if, if I'm a guy watching this show and I can't understand with 
what what five or six people on this show are saying that that to me is a problem what do you think the solution to that is as far as Ali is concerned bro like we we have so many we have so many girls you you've who, who's the champion now nxt uh, no the the, the io sky oh io sky from yeah, you got io sky you got you got who uh, who's the other one with the makeup or uh, the Oscar? Uh, uh, you've got Oscar. You've got Exia Lee, whatever her name is. I mean, bro, what are you going to have five Japanese women wrestlers on the show? Like, really? It's 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 too much, bro. And that's that. Oh, that bitch is racist. No, bro, not at all. It's mm. too much, bro. So you think there's a so nobody? A- nobody's going to be special. No, what's the difference between Ioni Sky, Zia Lee, and Asuka? You tell me what the difference is between all three of them. So, what's the difference between that and five American wrestlers? Because, bro, they're American wrestlers, and I can understand what they're saying in their promos, so there's more of a chance that I'll be able to relate to them. Bro, okay. you've got three Japanese female wrestlers, and what's their gimmick? They're all great wrestlers. That, that that's what what is ioni sky's gimmick what is her gimmick she knows how to do moonsaults okay what is oscar's gimmick the, the, and don't tell me empress of tomorrow because nobody knows what that she's means the empress she's, of tomorrow. she's a great worker and what is zia lee's gimmick? he has missed yeah uh, zia lee is a great wrestler she's a bro how are, you gonna, how are you gonna get three women cut from the same mold without a character with the same nationality, all, all three of them speaking broken English, how are you going to get the, anybody over? I think if they had a good character behind them, like distinct, like a distinguished character, they would get over. Okay, I, well, I don't think accent has anything to do with it. I, I, think, I, think, I think, I think, I mean, because you had like Ludwig Borga back in the day, and you had a bunch of foreign but characters. Bro, you had you had one or two, and they were special. It that's that's fair to say. It yeah, wasn't I mean, everybody. But it I, wasn't if you think everyone. about it, though, you had a bunch of like Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. Like you had a bunch of foreign characters. You didn't have the did same we have, foreign characters. That's what I was going to say. Did we have three? Did, did we have three Iron Sheiks? No. Did no, we have three no, Nikolai Volkov? That's my point, bro. Nobody can be special if you have three women on your roster that are basically the same. Sure. Who's how? Who's going to be special? I think if you make, uh, I think if you spend, like, say for instance, if you think about it from a standpoint of like someone wants to be an inspiring wrestler, right? So if there's three Japanese wrestlers. And they all aspire to be a WWE wrestler. I imagine, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Do we say like, no, we're not going to bring you in because there's a one Japanese woman limit. I mean, like, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say you, you, each one of them needs to show me a uniqueness. Okay. They cannot all be the same because if they're all the same, nobody's going to get over. You got to give me a uniqueness to you. That's every, and that's every wrestler, bro. Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah. All right. We get the impeccable Twizamania. $2 super chat. Logically speaking. All right. There you go. Caps, Bro, so. say those three girls. Say, let's say say Zia Lee, Ioni Sky, and Oscar are in a three-way. Yeah. Who you rooting for? And why? Personally? A, a casual fan watching the show. Um, I, I, who, who, I see three Japanese girls. They're, they're all they're all great great athletes. They're all doing phenomenal things. Which one do I care about and why? I think Asuka because she has a stronger presence with the paint in the mist. Yo, God, that's something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got uh, Rollin Bonet. That's a good idea, bro. Remember the remember, bro the 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 female Japanese in uh, in the Kill Bill series. Yes. See now, if it was something like that, like that's over. Yeah. I that that's that's a great idea, Roland. For, for those listening. For those listening to the podcast, Roland said Shinsuke should become their sensei and form a dojo. That's over. Hmm. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. 
We got Cliff Sight. $2 super chat, bro. Fuji Vice. Mr. Fuji had an accent and character. Fuji Vice. And, and Cliff, Slide, Cliff Slide Fuji Vice, the best thing in the history of, of professional wrestling. But Cliff Slide, Chris, how many Mr. Fujis were there? Zero. Uh, just Mr. Fuji. One. There was one. There, yeah. There's one Mr. Fuji. Bro. Yeah, there one. wasn't any like a Japanese manager. So there there was one Mr. Fuji. And he brought in Yokozuna, who was uh, not Japanese, but he was built as Japanese, but, and it worked very well for him. So, All right, so we got Damian Priest defeating Sami Zayn by DQ. With Bro, you forgot the... Uh, you forgot the uh, uh, um, what did I forget? Natalia and Chelsea Green. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. We got. I uh, thought this was fun. I, I loved, I loved her, her Nightheart. I thought that was that was. Yeah, funny. that was funny. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. great. That was yeah. really good. Why do you think that uh, Natalia has to take the fall so much? I don't her? know, bro. Because th this had to be Chelsea Green's first win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, am I like, right or wrong? She like, seemed, like, she seemed oh shocked when she won. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I'm like, literally, is this her first singles win, man? Yeah. You know what You know what it is, bro? I, I Freaking Nat Natty's too nice, man. Man. She's too nice, bro. Why did, Why could she nice. just get the win? She's like, just usually, too nice. Usually the, the baby faces win the gimmick matches uh, every year when it comes to that. Like, she could even win a gimmick match, man. She's too nice, man. She's like, too nice. I think they should have had Natalia win because they're doing the Nikki Cross thing, right? Oh, my God. Which was weird. But at least they could have had Nikki win because that would have given her leverage to say, okay, I want an attack team title sh uh, shot. You know what I mean? Like, they could have given her something. But now she has nothing to yeah. – she has, she has no arguments. She Bro, this is, the, this is the biggest rib in the history of the business with Nikki Cross, bro. Oh, man. This it's, is it's the sad. biggest and, – and, and if you guys don't believe me, <laughs> keep watching this show and let's see if they do anything with mm. her. Anything. This is such she just a rib, looked, man. She, she looked like – let's just get this segment over with. Like, I mean, really, is 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 that what you want to do, man? You 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 want to you you, you want to spend all week looking forward to sticking your head through a table? Like, mm. really, is mm. is that what you really, 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 really want to do? No, no, I yeah, man, it, it's sad to see with with her, um, because I, I think the Nikki ASH thing just ruined her uh, momentum, man. Because when she was with Sanity. And she was just running around and stuff that just kind of unhinged character. It worked. It was it was cool. And then she went to Nikki Ash and just ruined her character, man. She won a woman's championship with it, but it just was off. I said that even when we were talking every week, it was just something off. And they they buried, the, you know, they buried it and went ahead and dismissed it. And and what her, she she went back to Nikki Cross. But at the same time, man, they, they're not doing a really good job with her. What is the rib, though? That's what I'm confused about. I'm what, what is, you, bro, she, must, she must have opened her mouth. Hmm. My guess is she opened her mouth and, and said something about not being on TV. Okay. And she said it okay. one too many times. And then finally, whether it was a Bruce or, okay, you want to be on TV? Hmm. No problem, man. We'll get you on TV. But with Triple H at the helm, reportedly, as far as the creative is concerned, that's, do you think he's signing off on this stuff that too? That stuff does not go away, Chris. That that stuff uh -huh. is embedded in professional wrestling, bro. So it he's, he's going to do something go away. too. Yeah, absolutely. We got Gen Z Philosophy. That's a pretty cool name. Super chat. Who on tonight's show had the best, the best road work? Who was it, Ben? Who had the best rope work today? Best rope work tonight. J.D. McDonough. J.D. McDonough, yes. Yes, indeed. I got to say this about J.D. McDonough. I am going to say this, Ken. I am going to say this. He sold his butt off. He did. He, he did. sold his butt off. I yeah. got it. That, that he was selling like a fool. Yeah. I got to put that over. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say. David Hosley. Hosey, five stars. I expect my male female champions to be able to cut a promo I can understand. Okay. I mean, to your point, Vince, I guess he's defending your point there. Jeff, hey, uh, Chris, who was I looking at the other day? 
Chris, any time, any time you watch professional sports, Shohei, Shohei is the perfect example. Shohei. Shohei. There you go. Okay. Very nice. Anytime you watch professional sports. Now, Shohei, because he's been here for so long, he talks darn good, you know, English, you know, broken English. But anytime, bro, there's a lot of Japanese uh, baseball players now today. There's a lot of Spanish, you know, foreign speaking players. Every time they cut a promo, who's there next to them? An interpreter? Yes. Every time, okay, I got that. I, I I know what he's saying. I WWE doesn't do that. It, it's either broken language, and you pick up every other word, or it's straight foreign language. Mm. That that's that's my issue, and that that's exactly what he's just saying. We we want to understand the promos i mean how do you know how many years bro we were saying on my show to subtitle nakamura do you know how many years we were saying that because for years we didn't know what he was saying what did they finally start doing that's all that i'm saying but what i'm really saying with the japanese girls is you can't have three girls that are coming across like they're the same You've got you've got to give me a reason to care about these girls. Make them make them stand out. <clears throat> make them stand out. We got a uh, Damian Priest defeating Sami Zayn because Jay Uso <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean uh, <clears throat> that's that was the let me. There's another super chat. Um, oh, that's a good question. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of the last uh, segment? Uh, Jay oh, Uso calls his Sami Zayn. The is there something to that? Here's another thing that I think, Chris. First of all, Judgment Day goes out there. That's okay with the referee. Mm -hmm. that, that that's number one. Then Judgment Day goes out there. Why is it five minutes before Jay Uso comes out? Yeah. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about, bro. Like this, 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 you should not be doing, making mistakes like this. Yeah. If the judgment day goes out, number one, the referee should be throwing them to the back. Number two, if you're not going to have the referee throwing them to the back, it's because he didn't have time to throw them to the back because Jey Uso was on their heels. Not that they're out there causing all kinds of chaos. And five minutes later, here comes Jey Uso. Yeah, I don't think the baby should have went over here either, though. Like, I, I think the heels should have went over because I can tell that they're doing it probably. I said this before, another one of our conversations. It seems like they're going to do a four-on-four four for Survivor Series, which I, you know, it's a traditional, you know, pay-per-view. That's that's fine, you know, which, uh, d you know, the fourth person is going to be the surprise. I imagine either Randy Orton or CM Punk or something like that, which is cool. I don't I don't mind that. But you got to make the heels go over every week if you're going to do that, though. Like, just every week. Like, they need somebody from outside the WWE to help them, you know, uh, count, you know, conquer this just well oiled Judgment Day machine. You know, there what was I mean? no finish in this, right? Was it, no, but it, but it was the end was Cody doing two crossroads on uh, JD McDonough, though. Yeah, but there was but there was no winner in this. And and you know what? Was it, well, Priest was. It was a disqualification. Okay, but there was no pin. No pin. No, That's no, what no. I'm saying. And you know why, bro? Because they beat Sammy last week. They can't pin him again this week. That yeah. that that's what they're looking. Bro, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. If 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 you really believe there is money in Sammy Zayn, <laughs> then I probably should should not watch another wrestling show. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just being dead honest, bro. If Why do you think he looking, got the main spot? If what? Why do you think he got the main spot? Because they because he's he's in favor with somebody there, bro. That's you think why. so? Is this a oh, Triple H thing, on, bro? Give me a give me give me a break. You 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 see money in this guy? Like you 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 shouldn't be in the wrestling business, man. You think it's a Triple H thing? Because you know him and Triple H are. You know, I'm, I'm 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 sure it probably guy. is. I'm sure, bro. You're putting this guy in the main event in the, against the World Series Game Three. 
Come on, man. Stop it, will you? I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of hearing these people. And you know what, bro? Tomorrow we'll, we'll get the ratings. We'll probably be down to one, one point four five. Oh yeah, the football game and the baseball. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. That should be a weekly thing, man. Guess the rating from Vince Russo, man. I it's gonna you, be one. It's it's gonna be one five ish. One point five ish. One point five. Okay. Yep. All right. That's yep. that's your that's your prediction. Yeah. One point five. All right. Let's uh, end the show with uh, Rollin uh, coming back. My God. <laughs> you guys have been reviewing Raw for about sixty minutes and with the, about one eighty five people watching. That's just on uh, YouTube. We have uh, more with other platforms. So I think one eighty five is just on YouTube, but. Uh, Shannon Sharp and Chad Johnson have been reviewing Monday Night Football for 45 minutes with 13,000 people watching. What would Legion of Raw had been in 1998 to 2001? That's actually a good point. That's a great point, Rollin. You, yeah. you tell me, but it's a different, as Triple H will tell you, it's a different time. Yeah. Hmm. It's a yeah, different time. Definitely would have been more people engaged because there's more wrestling fans. So, you know, to your, to your point, I think that's a, it's a fair point to make. Vince Russo. Let them know where to find you, my man. Yeah, guys, go to... I'm, I'm going to plug my Patreon today because we made some changes. I added some new shows. One of those shows is the Tony Khan, uh, Dave Meltzer Comedy Extravaganza. That's, nice. gonna, that's a new show that's going to be on Patreon. Check it out, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Very nice. This guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. Uh, follow us at the Vince Russo and at Chris Prolific. Uh, go and sub to my Pancakes and Power Slam channel. Uh, Vince uh, Russo has been on there a bunch of times. And I am uh, 600 and oof, four is coming up. 604 Jeez. episodes. Yeah. Forget about yeah. it. 604 episodes. So I've been doing a lot of uh, rankings, like I'll do tier rankings. And uh, I've ranked all the the matches on Crown Jewel. I've, I've ranked all of the a uh, the AEW TNT champions and their careers after they lost the title. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to rank uh, all of the WCW Halloween Havoc matches, main event matches. So uh, Very nice. from from best to to, to worst. So it's, it's going to be pretty fun. So this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.